I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Welcome to the Flipside Podcast, where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And today we have Groovy Gabs on deck. What's Very up? Thank special. you for having me. <laughs> yes, I am so happy that you're here. Not only are we, we still haven't figured this out. Maybe we should go on Ancestry, but, um, you know, potential Polish cousins, we're not really sure. But we've been down the line somewhere, (laughs) somewhere for sure. There's got, there's got to be some sort of link, but regardless, definitely. Yeah, we, (laughs) we have been, we have been linked for millennia and we like have crossed paths in this life. (laughs) For sure. I mean, something to do with our DNA structure for sure. (laughs) Something. So yeah, today I really wanted to have you on because I know this about you, but, you know, we can tell some of the listeners is that you've been channeling the Galactic Federation for some years now, right? Is that correct? So not the Galactic Federation, even though that would be super cool. (laughs) (laughs) I've been channeling the Octurian Five, and I could get into why they call themselves the Octurian Five, and the Trifecta, and I can also get into why they call themselves the trifecta you should you should get into it okay tell us why okay (laughs) so first I'm gonna have to tell you how I even got into channeling right so it's actually hilarious my dad doesn't like the word channeling he's like I don't really like the word channeling because it makes me feel like you're changing the channel on a tv and I'm like well in a way like you kind of are changing the channel (laughs) like that's actually a really cool comparison I was actually on Gaia, which is like the spiritual platform, you know, for it's like the Netflix for spiritual people. And I was watching a bunch of these videos. And I'm not gonna lie. I was watching these videos of people channeling. And I was like, they're making this up. I was like, they're for sure making this up. They look ridiculous. And I was being so judgmental. But there's something that resonated. I was like, I don't know what it is. But I kind of want to be one of these people. (laughs) (laughs) And so then I was watching these videos where they were saying how everyone can do it if you tap into it and you just kind of like allow and accept and let it flow. So I started automatic writing and that kind of took forever because I was getting words through. So I'm very clear audience, which means I kind of get messages through your ears, which you could just kind of identify them as like, thoughts, right you know? which essentially that's what it is. Like when people say they have a download or a light code, like that's essentially just like light, which is information that gets downloaded in the mind, then transfers into the brain. And essentially like, it is just a thought. It is just a word. It is just something you hear. So that happened. And that was kind of like a slow transition. And then all of a sudden one day, I don't know what it is. I think it's maybe because of the way I live my life too, how I just felt like more of like a clear vessel. Like it, Mm. my temple wasn't polluted. So it Mm. was easier to get information faster. So one day, all of a sudden I started getting this like rush of words all at once. And I was like, I can't be writing this anymore. I need to be typing it out. So now I'm at this point where I type these conversations out that I have in my head and I know how that sounds like (laughs) I know how that sounds like I know it sounds crazy but I do want to get to the point where I kind of just 100% let go and let the energy like kind of come through 
my mouth. Right. I'm not there yet. <laughs> no, but this is still such a cool process for anybody who is has been curious, number one. And then number two, like you can, you know, if you think that you don't have these abilities or want to try and tap into it, like this is a cool note to see how you started. So maybe people can see yeah. how they can tap into it too. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For sure, because, you know, a lot of times when I first tell people, they're like, oh, you have this gift or oh, like they get so mesmerized by it or freaked out. And as you know, like it's it's really just. I guess you could call it a supernatural ability, but everyone can have this supernatural ability if they want to. Like, it's not like I'm the select few out of the, you know, human species that has this ability. It's just I'm more open to it and I practice it you know like if you practice an instrument you're going to eventually I mean if you want to pursue it you know you're going to be an expert and a professional and you know right right and I'm glad that you said that because I think a lot of people can be taken aback from all of these concepts not just channeling but any of these spiritual things and that's why we constantly hear people say woo woo or whatever way they want to describe any of the topics that are in this community. Because I think a lot of people can find that there are some people who are very elitist with this. And I'm glad that you said what you said about it. Like anybody can tap into these abilities. It's not like I'm some sort of chosen being that I'm above the rest of humanity and yada, yada, yada. And of course you find like egotistical people in any type of you know, we, we, there's a lot of people that live in ego and I like to say I have an ego death every day. So like no hate to anybody, but I'm just glad that you said that because this can be an open forum for anybody to explore. I love that. Yeah. And for sure. I mean, cause if somebody says, oh, I could do this and you can't, I mean, I could technically say that all of us are the chosen people, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, you are a soul in a human body. Like, aren't you chosen? Mm. You I know? like it. I like, I like that it. too. <laughs> right. So to, to continue further on who the Octarian Five and the Trifecta yes. are. So the Trifecta, and this is probably going to be for a specific audience who will understand. And if not, you can like look it up. I started channeling the Pleiadians first. And I know that we've kind of talked about this before. I was more resonating with their frequency than the... I don't want to say higher frequency, but frequencies that I wasn't 100% aligned with at the time. Mm-hmm. So I started to wonder who I was channeling because at this point, I was like not protecting myself. I wasn't setting an intention. I wasn't, you know, saying a prayer before and anything mm-hmm. could come through. I could be talking to anybody, mm-hmm. anything, any, you know what I'm saying? So at this point, I think I was like, okay, I kind of have to narrow down who I'm talking to. I can't just be you know, that would make it more legit. And at first, when I started getting these questions answered, again, I thought I was making it up. I was like, this is exactly how people write movies. Like they tap into this meditative state and they make shit up. 
but now I'm realizing that they are channeling, songwriters are channeling, people who mm -hmm. are writing movie scripts are channeling, people who are singing are channeling, people who are playing music, creating music, like we are constantly channeling, mm -hmm. we just don't realize it because we mm -hmm. just think it's our brains just working normally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> interesting. So anyways, yeah, yeah, it's super interesting. So anyway, so then I asked who I was speaking to and I was told that it was a collective of three. And it kind of felt like it was like a playful type energy. It felt kind of young to me, I guess, you know, in human terms, young. And then I started to kind of ask what they wanted to call themselves. And I feel like this is kind of a weird task for them because like to name yourself is not really like their dimensional thing. Like they're mm -hmm. just naming themselves for me to understand. So for like mm -hmm. the human to understand. Otherwise, they don't really need a name. Mm. That makes sense to them. Yeah. So for me, they're like, okay, well, there's the three of us. So I guess the trifecta. And I thought that was really cute and uh, just playful. And I love talking to them because their perspective on things is different than the Octurian perspective. Mm. So then the Octurian five ended up coming after the Pleiadians. And that's when I felt like the rush. Mm. That's when I felt like this information is coming so quick. I don't even know what's going on. I need to start typing. And when I would start typing, I swear my hands were just gliding through the, through the laptop. Like there was misspelled words and everything. I was like, I just have to get this out. Like, right. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just go back in and fix it later. And honestly, with the technology nowadays, like, if I make a mistake, the computer ends up just auto-correcting the word anyways. So Love it. So it was fine. <laughs> right. And so this is actually pretty interesting. The Octurian Five, there's seven of them. Okay. They're on the ship. They're on the ship. <laughs> there's seven of them. But only five of them are in communication with me. Mm. So I asked, why do they call themselves the Octurian Five? And I just kind of label them like the A5 for short. And they said, well, there's five of us that communicate with you and the other two don't necessarily need to. And I asked why. And they said that they just have other, I guess you can call them responsibilities and mm -hmm. they just kind of allow them to kind of communicate to me, gotcha. which is super dope. And um, one time they tried, this is where it gets interesting with them. One time they tried to, show me each person I'm gonna say person but they're not they're not people it's like they're a collective of five and they try to rotate conversating through mm. energies so like there's five of them so there's five different energies and collectively they're joined together okay. so like as a collective they join this energy together and they mesh perfectly but they wanted to show me like themselves individually but the way that they do that is through energy and through emotion so and the way that they speak is different based off of this energy okay so at one point I was channeling because I wanted to channel the Octarian five and it felt different the energy kind of felt different it didn't feel like it was the spokesperson of the collective so I asked, I was like, am I actually speaking to the Octarian Five? And they're like, yes, but we just kind of wanted to show you and cycle through the different energies that are in this group. So you are aware of like who you're speaking to. 
because mm-hmm. like even though there's the five of them just like if there's five people in a group everyone has their own kind of energy signature right. so they kind of wanted to show me their different energy signature and then through that energy signature I was able to feel how that would feel like and then translate that onto mm. the paper which I thought was really dope so to conclude I communicate with them too the most because I just feel like you don't want to complicate things by talking to too many people right I say people because it's easier for me as a human to say that but those are the two that I kind of just resonate with the most Mm -hmm. and it's been a really great journey so far it's been like I think like three years now three four years I'm not gonna say it's been years but it's it's been a pretty good amount of time talking to them a couple times a week (laughs) right okay so I want to know too if you can recall right now what are some of the coolest things that they've said to you okay recently the coolest thing recently this was over the holidays around after Christmas uh, some crazy things have been happening with time in my reality mm-hmm. where I was experiencing time very different than I usually experience time. And I just thought that that would be kind of cool to talk to them about. And I could actually pull it up if you want me to and like kind of read you. Sure. What they were saying, because even to me, sometimes when they're downloading this information they give me visuals sometimes like if I'm not grasping what they're saying through words they will show me a visual and then I'll understand what they're saying through that visual but then I'm like how can I tell people what I saw right because it's in my head so now I have to find a way to explain that through words which are just like at the end of the day concepts Right, right. You're trying to translate whatever pictures into our language, into English. So I want to read it to you. I think I could pull it up on my laptop. If anything, let me find my phone. Okay. Um, This is very exciting. We're going to hear word for word what they have said. No, because... my phone really quick. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. Do your thing. You're good. I mean... Truthfully, too, I've had some really weird experiences with time recently, but it's it's been multiple times throughout the last few years. But again, I can't really recall exactly what those moments were like, but I can recall the most recent and time has been very strange. Like I'll wake up, I'll feel like the morning has gone really slow. I'm like, oh, it's only 11 a.m. Okay, cool. And then all of a sudden it'll be 5 p.m. And I'm like, what happened? Um, and I'll be sitting and I'll be like, what? I don't understand what I was just doing for the last six hours. And so it'll be blips of time like that. And it's been really, really strange. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And I know that there's science behind it for sure. Like, obviously you learn about how like time is different for everybody. And like, we can go, we can dive into what time is. And honestly, like, I think that honestly, no one knows a hundred percent like what time is right. like, but to experience it in this way, like, you know, that it's, it's expansive. It's not at least in the third dimension. Like it's just crazy because after I was able to channel this information, I opened up 
an audiobook. And the first thing they started talking about was time. I opened up an actual book. The first thing that I read was about time. I was like, okay, I mean, this is just, this is too much. Like, <laughs> like what's going on? No, it always happens tweaking. like that. It always yeah, happens like was, that. <laughs> I was tweaking. I was like, okay, I get it. You want me to understand time. I understand now. <laughs> but I have the channel right here. Okay, um, let's hear it. Do you want me to read the whole thing? It's sure. not that long, but I mean- you know, why it, not it'll take a couple of minutes? That's perfect. You know, whatever you think is, is, you know, whatever's resonating with you read as much as you would like to share. Okay, cool. So do you want me to like, be like, Oh, this is the a five. And then I was like, or do you want me to, <laughs> or do you want me to, to say, like, you'll know when it's them, because okay. I'm the one asking the question and they're answering. So they're okay. never asking me a question. So whenever there's a question, it's always me. Okay, noted. So for the listeners, then, you know, anytime a question's asked, that's Gabby talking. Anytime it is a response, it is the A5, the Octarian yes. 5. Okay, perfect. I love calling them the A5. It's just so, so like- I like it. It's very- Sci-fi. It's very pop band too. Like, oh, the oh, A5. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, let's go. I love it. All right, cool, cool, cool. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Yeah. All right, so they enter and they always say greetings. It's how they greet me. They say greetings. So they say, greetings, dear friend. Thank you for being here. Or I say, let's start over. They say, the A5 say, <laughs> greetings, dear friend. And I say, thank you for being here. Their opening message is, to allow the flow of perspective is to allow the magnitude of the situation to expand through dimensions. And now here we go with the question and answer. How do you do that? You can continue speaking if you have lots to say. The ability to understand is the ability to transcend time and space. How do you transcend time and space? The energy that dilutes the space is what creates a time warp in the totality of the idea. When does this occur? It occurs when two energies with like compatibility break the sphere of illusion that a human resides in within the planetary sphere. Wow, so when time is moving differently, what does that mean, if you can explain more? To begin with the understanding that time is a dimensional thing, Time is as time is not. Time focuses on the planetary evolution of mankind in order for it to reach new heights as a civilization. It is constructed to create balance within the planetary structure. What time? Was time always a thing? I understand humans have put it in place, but the emotion and feeling behind time, was that always a third dimensional construct? To live on Earth is to live in the dimensionality where the feelings of time differ compared to the experience of time. How does it feel like in other dimensions? It is not a feeling, but more of an understanding. Can you elaborate on the understanding? The understanding is that time is neither linear nor spherophysical, where I'm going to stop here for a second. I had to look that up because I know linear. Mm -hmm is more like horizontal going mm -hmm. forward, you know, and then Sphero is like a circle. So mm -hmm. it's neither going straight or in a circle. 
Okay. I had to look that up because I was like, what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> it is an understanding. It is a knowing and it is experienced as naturally as it feels to be drinking water when thirsty. Thank you. What more can you elaborate on how to understand time and how this relates to emotions in the physical? Emotions are energy passing through your sphere. When they say sphere, they're talking about your energy bubble, mm. which is like your electromagnetic energy field, which they like to call the sphere. Mm. They can teach you something as they pass on by like a shooting star or in the sky or it can be a supernova that takes over your whole being and stays there until the rocket ship moves to a new direction. The rocket ship meaning the human vessel. With the mind, the human vessel may move just as the so-called fuel can move the ship from point A to B. The difference is that there is someone operating the ship for it to be able to move, but when given the direction, it knows what to do, does it not? How does this apply to humans? The human is a vessel for energy, just like the rocket ship is a vessel for fuel. So then how can a human navigate the emotions in their vessel as being the person controlling it, like if there was someone operating a ship? The thoughts, the mind. Between the vessel and energy, there is the mind. The mind is the one that is the pilot. The mind is the start point of navigation. Awareness behind the mind is the awareness that comes into fruition. How can this be applied in a way where a human can use it when put in a difficult situation? It is a choice to utilize the mind, the body as the vessel and the energy entering it. The way one does this is by making a choice on how they want to navigate it, just as if they were navigating a spaceship. Okay, I comprehend. What if someone doesn't know another way to navigate and isn't aware of all the other ways to navigate a situation? In the wanting of change, the brain finds miraculous ways to create solutions. It is in the wanting for change that gives space to new thought and new form. Wow, I love that. Do you have any closing thoughts on this? The third dimension is to be experienced now as a whirlwind of explosive energy that is transcending the ability to view the third dimension as elevated into the other dimension. A transition period of where now the energy is here, what will you do with it, is next. Can you tell me before you go one more thing about time and space, feel different, or are experienced differently around certain people? Time is planetary. Time is not where one moment meets the next, but it is an interplanetary illusion that one experiences. When one is put in a situation that makes time elapse, is when there was a tear in the time continuum. When we say tear, it is not in a negative connotation. It is to say the illusion of the matrix was sliced or made thinner. And in those moments, one may experience the feelings of what the divine is like beyond time. No, it's, it's so funny because when you were talking, I, I, I cannot repeat it, but I loved the sentence. Um, it was the one before and you were like, wow, I love that in my head, I was like, wow, I love that. It's really beautiful. <laughs> and, you, and then that was your response too. That is really, really cool. It's profound because, I mean, you can take it any way that your brain understands it. And then when I ended up opening up my book, mm -hmm. the it's crazy. It's like, I, it, it was saying exactly 
what they were saying to me. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I still have times where I'm like, oh, I'm making this up, right? But then when you have that synchronicity moment of opening up your book and reading the same thing mm-hmm. that you wrote down, you know? Yeah. I mean, okay, if you, if there is no, if there's coincidence in the universe, there's also no coincidence. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people think that there's no coincidences, but if there's a duality of things, if there's light, dark, information, no information, awareness, no awareness, consciousness, unconsciousness, con- subconscious, etc. Like, then there are coincidences sometimes. It can yeah. happen. There could be random things that go on and they have no meaning to it. Right. Even though we like to think everything has meaning to it, if there's a duality, there has to be some coincidences. So in these moments, you think, oh, it's just a coincidence you know but then you're like no it clearly cannot be it's not in this moment it's not (laughs) it is a validation for sure because I know too um when I've talked to other people who have they don't necessarily channel but they do maybe like mediumship which I feel like everything is just interconnected there's like certain things that people Mm -hmm. are tapping into and it's maybe just using it for different purposes and I always hear, you know, validate the experience. So whether or not you're actively trying to validate whatever experience you're going through, somehow your mind and the sphere, your energy field will validate it for you, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So well, I love that. It's because, you know, your electromagnetic field, it's like particles magnetizing. So mm-hmm. it's like whatever you're putting out, you know, people talk about the law of attraction, right? Whatever you're putting out, you're magnetizing because your sphere, aka your electromagnetic field, is basically just magnetizing particles. True. So what particles are you putting out there? So like, you know, at the end of the day, if I wrote this down, then, you know, I'm kind of in this, in this sphere of energy thinking about time. So then that's what I put out. And it could also be coming back in that way for me to understand. Right. So my perspective on things. (laughs) No, I love that. This is super, super cool. And so um, So I'm happy you think so. (laughs) I mean, I love this kind of stuff because again, I I think I do, I'm very open to things. I think that uh, actually, again, speaking to another medium on here, shout out Adela. I love that girl. Um, She was telling me when we had gotten off the, the podcast episode, she was like, you might not be able to tap into this kind of stuff, like seeing the other beings or talking to them, but you have a really cool gift of like bringing that information into a open conversation and space in the 3d or whatever. And so I do believe that like, if I really focused and I really tried, like I'm open to it. So I think I could, but maybe it's just not my purpose right now. So for sure. I mean, yeah. So I just like love to hear other people do it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, no, let's just sure. bring it to me. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar. I mean, this is like free press for this dude, but uh, I love on it. Gaia, there's a, a guy named George Nori or Nuri. I don't know. If oh, I love him. Name. I love and him. And you kind of give me George Nuri vibes. <gasps> Thank where... you. I love George. <laughs> <laughs> He's so cool. I like him too. And like, I, th- I feel like you have this about you where you like you do bring people in and talk about these experiences. It's almost like you're that you're the lighthouse, right? You're the lighthouse, and you're bringing in the ships. Oh, that was just a, that was just the best 
compliment ever for anybody who doesn't know who <laughs> Gabby's talking about. He runs this talk show, which like, I think he, you know, it could be considered a podcast too, whatever, um, called Beyond Belief. And I love that. I love that show so much. <laughs> he used to be on like some other shows too, but now. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. just doing Beyond Belief. It's like season like 14 or something. Right. No, he's been doing this for years and I didn't realize that. And then also just for listeners for absolutely no reason at all, I'm just going to share this story, but I have the book behind me, the past life perspective. And I actually found Gabby and I's, uh, past life regression therapist and from George Norrie's show. <laughs> oh yeah. And then I ended that episode it, for that some reason, found her Right. If for some reason just cut you off right then, but Gabby was just saying that she found Anne's episode too. And and I, I want to make sure I say her whole name for anybody who is into that too. Anne C. Barham. Uh, she has a book called The Past Life Perspective. But yeah, that's just a weird coincidence as well. That's so funny that you said that. <laughs> and to think that we met through the internet. <laughs> <sighs> You never know how these things work, but that's actually another yeah. cool thing too, is um, the way that you can look at technology and, and the internet is that our energy fields are always active. And so if this is a channel and a tool for the energies to find each other quicker, then you can utilize the tool, which I think mm. is cool. Because I once heard somebody say, like, after somebody was talking about how, oh, social media makes me so anxious and, like, everything is 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 toxic on the internet. And, like, you know, there are moments where, like, I feel that energy, too, where I'm like, ugh, like, I gotta get off of this right now. <laughs> like, I think we all can feel that. But I heard somebody say years ago, they were like, use it as a valuable tool, not a weapon. And I was like, ah, oh, light bulb moment right mm. there. Light bulb moment. I like that. Light bulb moment. <laughs> I also I also have this understanding that now with the internet, you can have your soul family, which is like frequency, where you're all here to you know assist each other in growth while you're here. And you don't necessarily have to be in the same town. Right. So it's like you can still feel like your energy in that specific place is making a difference. Like you're holding down the energy there because that's like a lot of people who believe in what light workers are. That essentially is what it is to be able to be an anchor for this light, for this information in specific areas and to be able to carry it. So now what I think is cool is that if you have soul family who are also what you might understand as light workers, are all over the place anchoring this light, this information. And it's like, you could still be connected to each other, even though you're not in the same state. Right. And oh. I think that that's really cool. I, I agree with that too. And I always feel like too, um, you know, sometimes you can be born into a family where you just don't resonate with anybody. And then there's the choice of like, mm -hmm. you know, finding people across the, the world where you resonate for the first time with somebody and I feel like other generations who didn't have that ability maybe they you know it's it's inter interesting to see what life would have been like if there was a way to connect more easily in the past but I guess that's just the the progression the natural progression of humanity so yeah but also if you think about it this way sometimes you just needed the DNA structure 
uh-huh. of the family that you're in for the specific purpose that your soul's here for. Uh-huh. So if you think about it even deeper, farther, if you want to believe it this way, if you are choosing your experience on earth in some capacity, what would assist you in accomplishing your mission here? Mm-hmm. What would help assist you in accomplishing learning these lessons, these goals? Who's going to be your dad? Who's going to be your mom? Who's going to be your siblings? Who, what are they going to act like? Da, 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 da. Um, you know, what's their heritage? What's their ancestry? Like, et cetera, et cetera. All adds up to this specific moment where uh-huh. it's where you're created. Right. It's beautiful. <laughs> I love it's that. It's beautiful. I mean, you know, that's just a perspective. Like, I've learned that there's always truth in everything. If you are mm-hmm. set in stone in one specific way and think that this is the only way, mm-hmm. then you're lost in the illusion yourself. True. I've also noticed with people that are like that, and even myself included in the past, when you've like wanted to hold on to something for dear life. For me, at least, for my own experience, it was like I was getting knocked on my ass to let it go. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> if you try to hold on to something so tightly, like mm-hmm. the universe, God is like, yo, relax, and it'll like smack you around a little <laughs> bit until you finally let go. For sure. Well, you know, like in that moment, for example, like if you think about like survival instinct in that moment, that belief served you, it assisted you in your evolution, it assisted you in learning lessons, et cetera, et cetera. But eventually, when you're evolving, that doesn't that doesn't suit you anymore. Right. You know, why are you holding on to something that doesn't suit you anymore? Because, okay, great. You learned something from it. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Now move on. Facts. Sort of thing. Oh, I love or that. Don't. I mean, I also learned that uh, there are force fields in the universe that do not want anything to do with the term spirituality. Mm-hmm. So you can come and be a complete force field and still not want to do anything with spirituality. But that, does, that doesn't matter. That's a choice that you don't want anything to do with spirituality. That doesn't take away that you're a freaking force field. right oh my gosh this is making me want to talk about soul contracts for a second because I've been wanting to share this yeah I've been wanting to share this information with somebody for a while and it just hasn't you know yeah it was you it was this was what it was leading me to because I had this conversation off of the podcast and you know I think in the spiritual community whatever a big topic for years now has been soul contracts and people are like oh you got to live out your contract everything is like set in stone you got to do these contracts like whatever it is and the conversation I had with somebody I can't even remember who it was now I think it was conversations and then a little bit of my own exploration that brought me to this conclusion but the coolest part about that because I'm somebody like when you tell me I have a contract I'm like oh god I got like okay I've got to fulfill it you know and I'm like very (laughs) I don't know what it is (laughs) it's like I'm very responsible with it but then like I'll hear it and some you know I'm like but I don't want that contract and so something really really freeing is that even though you might have written a contract or even if this concept is even real to begin with you know there's debate to mm-hmm. with all of this it's like regardless of the soul contract things are real when you are living your life and like you said everything is a choice so you could be spiritually connected whatever you can choose 
that you don't want to do that contract anymore. You know, like your experience on life, like you can choose. Yes, you can cut whatever. the cord. Oh, so freeing. <laughs> so freeing. Yes. And I think that that's dope because I think that when you're not in a human body, you're like, I could do that. Like right. that's going to be so fun. Like <laughs> bring it on. And then you're here and you're like, okay, I'm far. It's like far-fetched. Like, I can't, maybe mm, too much. You know what I mean? Too much. I don't know about you, but do you? No, No, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I've just thought about that so many times. Like just knowing like my internal ego and like, if I didn't have a body or I was like totally unattached to everything, like I can only imagine the contracts that I put in just to be like, yeah, yeah. Put me in coach, like that kind of vibe. (laughs) And now that I'm here, I'm like, I just want peace, man. Like, why did I do that? (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like a play in a game. Like you go in thinking like, I can, I can do this play. And then you're on the court and all of a sudden you're like, I don't even know this move. (laughs) (laughs) It's so real. Far-fetched. I mean, I don't know about you. I've definitely cut some cords with people, but I haven't cut cords a hundred percent. I like to, so just like, I don't know if this is your understanding of it, but my understanding is the string theory approach. Ooh, where okay. it's like so you're over there on your side of your little bubble and I'm over here on my side of the bubble right we're in right. two different houses and like think of me as a particle and think of you as a particle okay. there is a golden string connecting you and me mm. no matter the distance that string is there and some people have a lot of strings <laughs> a lot of strings towards one individual why i I'm still learning, but I do know this because I've visualized, usually I visualize this with someone else in my life. uh, And usually it's when something, when a connection is really, really intense or Mm -hmm. it could be toxic for whatever reason in any way. And that's how you can tell that it's probably a heavier cord, heavier string. Uh, Because, you know, if you're believing in past lives and you're believing life after life, you know, you build up these Mm moments with people you know over and over and over again where of course you're gonna have multiple strings Mm -hmm. so to go on with that I've I have this one friend who I adore but there's a lot of strings there Mm -hmm. and it was starting to get to me it was a little bit intense so every once in a while I'd cut I just you know close my eyes visualize scissors and I'm cutting the cords and I take back my energy I return hers and she gets to keep hers and, you know, they have no idea that I'm doing this, but for my own sake, right. even if it's, let's say, placebo, <laughs> right, right, it makes me feel better. And, you know, the, the cool phenomena is, you know, because there was a bunch of strings, I've cut up quite a few. I just feel like this dynamic for me is healthier. Right. And I've noticed the phenomena here is I've noticed the separation happening. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, oh, shoot, like, or am I confident that that's actually what I want? Mm-hmm. So that's why I kept leaving a couple strings just to kind of be like, I don't want to completely cut this person off. You know, right. I still want to learn the lessons. I just want it to be looser. I want it to feel just more natural and flowing. I don't want to learn lessons in such an intense way like this all the time. Right. So Anyway, but yeah, the phenomena is like, I did notice the separation a little bit, but I think it's like healthier and I like it that way. 
Mm -hmm. And I think that's all that matters. Like I've also learned on top of this, I'm going in another tangent is you don't have to learn lessons in a negative way all the time. People are like, oh, well, you, this yes. is how you learn lessons. You have to be sad and da da da. If you want to, you can set an intention saying, mm-hmm. I want to learn lessons in a joyful way. Right. This is how I want to comprehend and learn lessons in this way. Mm-hmm. Because, like, what, you don't have to. You're not, like, like you said, you're not bound to this contract. So you're not bound to learning lessons in like a horrible way in like what people see as like a bad karma type of way. Like you can learn your karma, which is lessons in a joyful way. But did you know that? No, but now you do. (laughs) Right. Cause I think that we feel there's like this level of guilt to whatever karma potentially too. So it's like, sometimes our subconscious mind thinks that we have to go through a lot of suffering as like a way to release the karma. And I think that in some ways, like, sure, you know, like maybe if you did wrong to somebody and you need to feel the feelings that they might have felt that you caused or whatever, but you don't have to suffer all the time. That's why I like what you just said. And I, I was one of those people that thought that for everything that I did, I had to work really fucking hard. I had to suffer (laughs) really fucking hard, like (laughs) to like earn whatever positive thing I wanted. And then I was like, wait, I don't have to like keep trying to earn. Like maybe I can sit back and realize like we all deserve goodness. So like when you tap into that frequency too, like, yeah, yeah, you can, it's a choice. Definitely. It's a choice because at first, like you might feel bound to -hmm. what people understand as karma, which are patterns that, you know, your soul has recorded which are like the Akashic records, for example, it's, it's all a record of everything. And and now that we have, you know, we've evolved to language and now we have language involved with the Akashic records, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not just telepathy and being cavemen, just like with actions. It's like, we record everything. Right. And they say that like, you don't put your soul aside when you go to work. Mm-hmm. You don't, Put your soul aside when you go to the grocery store. Your soul is not like popping. I mean, you know, you can beg to differ, but it's like you're taking your soul everywhere. Right. It's here. It's, it's, it's hanging out, you know, and it's, I think that's super important. So because you're taking your soul everywhere to the store to work, you have to be soulful and also understand that your soul is recording everything. Mm-hmm. And then your body is the one that follows and you're experiencing everything through the physical body. And it's really important just to, you know, try and be as connected to your soul and your spirit as possible in that sense, because your body is your vessel. And if it's constantly reacting to everything because you don't have your soul under control, I guess your soul is, you can't, I take that back. You can't control your soul. But what you can do is have the awareness in the human body and connect to that part of you. That's like, that's like that little part of you that's always reacting. Right. Oh, I like this. And okay, so as we're approaching our hour mark, I want to see real quick after, because I know we could talk forever about this kind of stuff, which is one of the many reasons why I love you. (laughs) We, We went 
I love you too. We went off topic from channeling to like soul work, but it's all the same thing. It's like, all the you same. Know, you just got to kind of have to connect. It is the interconnected web of everything. But I wanted to yeah. see if you could or would be willing to channel maybe like a little bit for us. And if you're not feeling the energy able to do it right now, then obviously no pressure. But um, if there's any way you could do it, it would be cool for everybody to see. For sure. I'll do it right now. Let me put okay. it on. I am very uh, excited for this. So it's going to take like, I would say like, it depends. I'll get like, just like a short message. Um, right. Ooh. But it's going to take like five to 10 minutes for me to do it and then read it to you. Oh, that's totally fine. I ain't got nowhere to go. Um, I actually, okay, cool. you know, I want you to ask whatever question maybe that you're feeling but um I just had one pop into my mind if we want to okay. do something like this it's like what is like the current message for the collective consciousness to know or be aware of like, okay okay that's good or like the your specific audience or yeah that too or like just something that like to keep our eyes and ears open for that could okay. you know help progress us in some way just you, you pick it actually you pick it you know I'm just here to observe I like that uh because we talked a lot about the Octarian five um I was thinking I can maybe do the trifecta Ooh, okay because we haven't really talked much about them and I, I kind of talked about the Octarian five so I could do them because you know more about them but I was thinking to kind of even out the playing field <laughs> a little I like bit. it I like it Okay, cool, cool. So I'm going to leave the camera on. I'm just going to um, change screens. Okay. And you'll see how I do it. I close my eyes and I, before I begin, I set in, I connect. Okay. Set an intention, I connect. And then that's when I start to. Okay, cool. And then for everybody, I'm going to turn my mic down. So Gabby, if you try to talk to me. Uh, it's just going to be you talking and then I'll respond later. So we'll give you your moment. Okay. All right. I'm not going to be talking, but I'm going to be typing. It's just, okay. Ready? Be right back. So right here, as I mentioned in the podcast episode, Gabby was going into channel the trifecta. So this is about a 10 minute period of her typing and getting some messages. So I have cut the typing part for the listeners and it's about to rejoin now. So enjoy. All right. All right. I love it. That was a very, that was a, you know, like it was, it was like eyes closed, simple typing moment. You weren't thrashing, you know, <laughs> so, yeah, like, <laughs> No, some people no, no. I think believe at first yeah at first when the Octarian fives energy uh sorry I after I feel a little bit I have to kind of get more into present time right but um the Octarian fives energy is more it sometimes they move the energy to get the point across but I'm mm. not like you know it's more so like I'll just like kind of jolt or something, but love it. Yeah, it's very natural, especially when you match the frequency that they're giving off. The reason why I wanted to channel the the trifecta is because their wisdom is just I don't want to say basic, but it's just like anyone can understand it. 
Love it. And so I know that some people feel like they just want direct guidance. Like, tell me the future. Tell me the lotto numbers. Like, tell me what I'm doing tomorrow. And that's when I'll believe you. But that's not how they work. Because Mm -hmm. something that I can say to you, someone else is going to take completely different. And that's the point. Right. You're supposed to grab the information with whatever awareness you have. I'm not going to push something down your throat because then if they give me the lotto numbers for tomorrow, that's a different timeline. That's a completely different, you know, topic, you know, then we could jump into timelines and, uh, you know, timeframes and, and all this like other crazy shit. So it's kind of like, well, if they tell you the lotto numbers, then you're going to be set in stone in this timeline for the lotto numbers tomorrow. Mm, I see. You know, and then you're stuck in this timeline instead of being the navigator. Right, right. And it doesn't really do anything for you at the end of the day, even though like us humans were like, yeah, it does. Like I'll win the lotto for sure. But like, it's not in your best interest, maybe. Right, (laughs) right. Maybe you're not able to keep that money if you were to win it. You know, you got to be able to like maneuver to the spot you need to be at for that to be what these beings give you you know they probably would give it to you when you least expect it which is with anything like exactly and it's at the end of the day they are not in a place we're in a free will universe yeah but that doesn't mean that they can we're in a free will galaxy and universe they're visiting ah yeah you know there's only so much that they can say Right. That would not affect our time track of the human evolution. Ah, I see. I see. You know? Yeah. So sometimes I won't get information about something because one, I might not be ready to hear it. Two, people might not be ready to hear it. Three, I might not comprehend it. Four, you know, four, five, six, I keep going, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's better just to get what you get. Right. Right. Okay. So within this channel... Yeah, within this channel, yes. what, what did you end up asking them? And then what was the information provided? Sure, I'll read it to you. It's just a little paragraph. But I started like smirking a little bit because I was like, because there was a pause. And I was like, wait, what's going? What's going on? Why I saw I the smirk. That? I saw the smirk. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear what they have to say. It was very clever. I was like, oh, you guys are looking for the right word. And when they said it, I was like, oh, oh. it's like oh. a little like, like firework. Okay, let me read it to you because I know we're crunching. No worries, no worries. Take your time. So (laughs) because, so, uh, you know, I invited the energy in and uh, we are talking about them, obviously. So they said, hello there. We thank you for the recognition in capital letters. (laughs) Sometimes when it's in capital letters, I don't, I don't realize that it's in capital letters because my eyes are closed until I open them a little and I'm like, oh like right. capital and then I responded in capital letters you are welcome <laughs> <laughs> and I just like I opened my eyes a little and I thought that was funny yeah. all right so this is the first time that I am reading this okay there's a couple typos okay so this is their message for uh, just the viewers and something super quickly okay. to act in a way where your soul feels calm is a way to approach life through your soul's eyes. The eyes of the soul, they say, are the seat of the companion of the human vessel. 
To be a companion to the human vessel is to understand why your soul chose to be human at this point in time. To connect to the soul is to do what you think brings you the most calm. The calm is where the soul feels safe to speak when it is not clouded by the harassment of the human experience. And I thought that was weird that they said harassment, but they kept going. <laughs> and they picked up that I thought it was weird. I was like, harassment. Harassment meaning there are so many distractions. The distractions are put to distract one from coming to full realization of who they truly are. Who they truly are is a companion to the universe. So to be a companion of the universe, you must merge the human vessel with the soul and be companions there first. You have the knowing. You have the wisdom. What is your relationship with your inner being like right now? What energy is prominent in the premonition of your future? I thought that was really cool. The premonition of your future. The future is relative, but it is expansive. It is focused upon the grand idea of loosening the threads of the existence that you think is true and allowing the knowledge of what actually is true to pour through you like rain going through a pipe. And I said, is there anything else? And they said, that is all blessed be. And I just want to emphasize this last part because I saw where they were going with this with the water and I was like, where are you, you know, I was like, where are you going with it? I see the rain and they showed me rain going through a pipe. So allow the knowledge of what actually is to pour through you like rain going through you like a pipe. Allow this light to allow this energy to pour through you like rain through a pipe. Allow your body to be the pipe and let that knowledge just like pour through no I also love for me I feel like the use of the word harassment is hilarious and so true because like when they when they said that's like the harassment of the human experience because I've had this conversation with another person before where it's like where it's like you look at animals like my favorite example is like a pride of lions and they're just chilling on those rocks they know exactly what they need to do they know if they need to go on a hunt they know whether or not to sleep eat blah blah blah. you look at all these different animals they look so at home on earth and at peace and I feel like it is very rare to find a human being that is living life on the planet that just like radiates sure. peace and calm like I'm not saying it's not possible but like you know you fully. can't do it a hundred percent of the time you're fooling yourself if you think you're that enlightened right right exactly and so when they used harassment I was like I get it <laughs> yeah. no and they what I like about the Pleiadians is that specific thing at the end where they said allow it to pour through you like rain through a pipe they yeah. use that terminology a lot. They use like mm -hmm. comparisons a lot because it's like everyone knows what rain is. Everyone knows what a pipe is. Right. And so they can like use that comparison, which I think is like really rad. You know, what's funny is that I've even heard too, that if you are using psychology to teach um, or the premise really was how can you get people to learn effectively instead of it being like you need to memorize this and they say that metaphors and and analogies like that that really is the way to get humans to learn so that's really interesting that you said yeah. that yeah and I'm happy you found a humor in the harassment part because they they've anyone that channels or is familiar with other people channeling they know that these beings are just like 
trying to be funny because they don't 100% know how. Right. But they like try and it's like kind of cute almost like, oh, like you try to make a joke. No, and I love it. Cool. <laughs> it was my brand of humor. I like it. I like the yeah. <laughs> Yo, this was so cool. And this is honestly too, like, um, Thank you. you know, for everybody who is listening, uh, what, what is cool is that, you know, I'm not going to show the, the whole 10 minutes of, of channeling, but, um, it was a really beautiful, just calm experience to watch. And then this is a really amazing poetic answer <laughs> to calm and just being who we're supposed to be. So I appreciate you doing that for us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me, Alex. You know, Uh, I love you. (laughs) I love you too. The feeling is so mutual. So everybody, you know, we had Groovy Gabs. You can find her at Groovy Gabs on Instagram. She's got some other um, platforms that you can find her on. Where where would you like to say for people to to find you at? If I didn't mention it already. You know, yeah. Um, I on Instagram I'm starting a groove in with Gabs. It's just it's very new, and so that's where I'm going to be posting a lot of the channeled information because the Groovy Gabs you can find groove in with Gabs through Groovy Gabs. So if that's an easier portal to go through. And then what is your TikTok handle? It's Groovy Gabs. It's Groovy Gabs across all the boards. But okay. Uh, what's cool about my TikTok is that you really see me from a third dimensional perspective, and like you really have no idea. You really have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to transition that because that's just a long time coming, but it's a process. No, it is a process. I feel like I have different, you know, different platforms for different types of people. So yeah. it all makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, everybody, if you would like to connect more with Groovy Gab, she's one of the most lovely people that I've had the pleasure of meeting in my life. So go find her on all like of her platforms. Oh, I love you. <laughs> go find her on all of her platforms. And thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of The Flip Side, where we went up and down and in and out. And we actually went inside the it's not the galactic inner whatever the galactic federation but maybe it's a part of it so i don't know we went everywhere today we did (laughs) we did we did all right everybody thanks for tuning in to the flip side catch you next time bye